what is up everyone welcome to another episode of chat with dan this is your host dan for this episode we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show but before we start i want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are and also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist so without further more let's get started There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, Kelly, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good as well here. Uh, it's uh, how was your day so far? Um, it's been pretty good. It's been a long one, but it's been a good one. That's a good. Um, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's great. Well, welcome to the show. It is so awesome and nice to have someone with a great career as as the one that you have here on the show. So, welcome. Now, before we start, I have to give you a epic badass proper welcome as someone as bad as you so <laughs> oh the monitor thank you <laughs> pretty epic i know i think so <laughs> right i love doing this this is, this is i think like my favorite part basically <laughs> that's like why you do the whole show <laughs> yeah that's basically why i did it <laughs> to put that that effect and i'm like okay i'm done now okay good So, starting with the okay, whole bye. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is everything guys. Thanks for watching. Have a good one. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, so tell me how your acting career started. Um, so I kind of it just kind of hmm, it's kind of a loaded question. I mean, as far as my like career career, mm. I um about three or four years ago decided that I was like I, I really stepped into it. I was really like I'm going to do this professionally. I'm going to do this as a career. I'm going to stop making excuses and I signed with my first agency in um 2018. Okay. And then since I signed with um the I group uh back in 2018, I just kind of have been doing it ever since. Um before that, I was doing films as like, you know, side projects or helping out friends. I wasn't really doing it for pay or for career or anything like that. It was just purely out of passion and love. Um but yeah, 2018 is when I got started. That's so cool. Wow. Now, what were some of the challenges back when you recently started with your acting career? Um, I think some of the main challenges were just um learning how it all works. Mm. So, I went to college for theater and theater is very different than film. Yeah. And the college that I went to offered almost no education in terms of film and how the film industry actually works. So for me the biggest challenge was just learning the difference between theater and film and how to get started doing film um as opposed to theater and the techniques that come with doing um auditioning. Yeah. And um yeah, but once I figured it out, it now is 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 kind of like second nature, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. How cool is that? Now, in 2012 you were in what might have been Like, was that like your first experience and what are some of the things that you learned from that kind of a first time? Yeah, so when I did what might have been, um it was like a very small part and it was my first IMDb credit, so I was so proud and excited. Yeah. Um but really I I I can't understate how small my role was. The the story of what might have been was is the story of a man grieving um his late girlfriend mm. and I played his late girlfriend so I think I just had a couple like photos in the film and then a recording um of a voicemail. Um but it was cool. It was really exciting yeah. to like see the work that I did and then see it on film and then also get an IMDb credit. <laughs> That's so cool. 
that's so cool and you know what since, since that was like your first time dv credit let's give you an epic quick shout out so <laughs> there you go now, i love that right <laughs> now in 2016 you were in star trek horizon tell me about your character and and yeah like what are some of the things that you enjoyed about that project yeah so i would say star trek horizon was probably one of like the first experience I ever had with working on green screen. Um, and that was a huge deal. Um, so Star Trek Horizon was a Star Trek fan film that was filmed in my best friend's basement um, oh, in cool. Jackson, Michigan, in the middle of nowhere. Um, and we he ended up getting a ton of online support for it and a ton of fans and a ton of followers that all really love Star Trek. Mm -hmm. um, so I was really happy to be along for the ride on that one. And it, like I said, it was my first experience acting on a green yeah. screen. So a lot of the film, when you watch it, there's um, people are talking to each other, but they were never in the same room. Like I know I have a couple scenes with an actor who filmed out in California while I was filming um, here in Michigan. So um, yeah, when you watch the film back, you might be able to tell because a lot of us were newer actors at the time. So, you know, being now almost six years removed from yeah. filming this, I like the my I like to think that my uh, my skill has increased greatly. But um, yeah, it was a super cool experience, and I met a lot of really awesome people during the project. And then um, the fans afterwards were like super mm. kind and super supportive. So it was just a great experience. I really am happy to be a part of that project. How cool is that? That's awesome. Now, yeah. like how you usually, or what are some of the things that you usually, yeah, like you, or how you prepare basically in order to, to get ready a character? Oh, um, so the greatest lesson that I ever learned as an actor is, um, you know, nobody's going to play a role like me because mm. nobody is me. So finding, the first thing I try to do is find the similarities in the character with me as okay. a being. Um, and then from there, I'll try to break down and find idiosyncrasies and find, you know, little quirks that they might have that are different than me so I can separate myself from character in that way. Um, but yeah, the first thing I try to do is just like dive in and try to like mm. make them as real as possible. And I, and I find the best way to do that is connect even deeper yeah. into myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Wow. And what are some of the things that you love the most about playing a character? Oh gosh, <laughs> um, it kind of I, I love I love human psychology, and I love human beings in general. Mm. So being able to actually not just study, but study and then create what it means yeah. to be human, and then like decide to be or like create a whole different person is really cool to me so it's like using myself as the foundation or the base layer and then building mm -hmm. a house on top of that so um getting to add things that i think would be interesting to watch that i think are interesting behavior yeah. or getting to watch things that are um that i might think that somebody else would find interesting so it's it's just it's a really interesting thing to be able to study the brain and then be able to apply it immediately when you get to play a character. Interesting, yeah. Wow. That's super cool. Now, <laughs> Thank you. now that same year, in, uh, in 2016, you were also in The Trophy, uh, Liberty Secret. So tell me also about those projects and about your characters as well. 
Yeah, so um, Liberty Secret um, was actually probably, I think, my first professional film job, and I ended up um, going there just to be like a, a featured, or to be a background actor. Like I was just gonna be bar patron number whatever. Mm. Um, but I ended up getting a featured role, so I got a, just a small amount of screen time with the lead actress, which was really cool, but it was the first time I'd gotten to see how a film set worked. Yeah. So it was really um, crucial, I think, to my development as an actor. And um, the trophy was a project that um, my best friend and I did for a film competition for the road mic. Okay. And um, that was a really interesting experience. I um, I got to play, it was my first time like working in a while, like I took a, a couple months off from acting, so it was mm -hmm. my first time like back acting in a while, and um, yeah, I was just um, really grateful to do it and to be there, yeah. That's so cool. Now what would you say is like an important aspect for storytelling, either for a film, TV show? Okay. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think that for me, the most important aspect of storytelling is making interesting characters. Okay. So I, I find that there are a couple different types of artists and writers and creators, and there are there are plot driven, um, mm -hmm. there are plot driven writers, and then there are character driven writers, and then there are world building writers. But um, for me. I, I am a character person through and through. Like I mentioned earlier, human psychology, I really enjoy um, breaking down that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think being able to watch interesting people do mundane things mm. is more interesting than watching boring people do really exciting things, you know? Mm -hmm. so if that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, it does. It does a lot. Yeah, I mean, we will see like a lot of, uh, um, yeah, we can, yeah, we can see that. That and that sometimes uh, they will have we will have like this characters, but the story is, yeah, but the performance is so good that you ended up loving it, and yeah. we have like the other way around, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I I had a I have a really good friend who's a writer, um, and he I can't remember exactly the example that he used right now, but he was the one that kind of pointed that out to me. Mm -hmm. He said something to the effect of like I would rather watch the Joker order coffee than watch Joe Blow, you know, fight a demon or something like that. And yeah. it just really stuck with me because it is like watching an interesting person do something like every day and mundane is going to be more interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally agree on that. Wow. Hmm. Now, yeah, I'm a little bit speechless now, but I, I'm back now. So for being in projects such as Runaway, Unravel, uh, the Substitute, Reverie, Stretch, Karma, Past Due, Ever After, Enigma 4. So tell me what have, yeah, like what are some of the highlight moments that you have during those projects? Oh gosh. Um, so you mentioned Runaway. Um, and Runaway was um, a film set that I was actually um, able to produce and mm -hmm. help put on, which was um, the first like real film set that I had put together yeah. or assisted in putting together, which was mm -hmm. really incredible. I got to work with some really amazing actors um, on that. Um, and that ended up being like, I guess I could say the first big thing that I did um, outside of Star Trek Horizon, which was a fan film. Um, Runaway went on to play in New York and in LA, which was really exciting and really awesome. Because like I said, I had, um, before I had filmed Runaway, I spent a, a couple 
about six months, like pretty sick. Yeah. Like I had a, a, a an illness that came during that time period, and so mm-hmm. I was able to kind of um, step back onto a film set in a really awesome way that kind of like opened up and told an interesting story. Yeah. But um, all of those projects that you named have been. Um, each one is a different growing experience and each one is a different learning experience. I, all of them were such vastly different characters. Um, you mentioned Reveries. Um, it's one of my favorite projects I've ever done, actually. It is, uh, it takes place um, in the 80s, if I recall correctly, and Sam, if you ever see this, I'm so sorry, I'm not remembering the decade. Um, but it takes place, um, it has like a retro vintage feel to it and it's about a um, the Oakland County child killer okay. which is a serial killer that existed um, in Michigan um, back I think it was maybe the 90s then I think mm. it was the 90s <laughs> um, it's it's been a couple years since I've even watched the film but it was really um, an amazing amazing project to be a part of wow that's so amazing I mean so far, I can only say that your career is so badass. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, if I if I if I had to say only one thing about your career at the moment, I would only say this. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, moving on. Um, right. So. Wait, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. So uh, then, in 2019, we will see that you were in the Blood Crystal, the Blood Crystal Star Wars story. That's badass. So tell me about the character there, and what did you enjoy the most about it? Yeah. Um, so I kind of got onto that project as a last-minute um, thing. The actress who was supposed to play the role that I played dropped um, just a couple days, even I think like 48 hours before she was supposed to film, and. Mm-hmm. Um, the gaffer on that set was a friend of mine and he reached out to me and said you know are you available on this day can you do this and i ended up moving things around because i really wanted to be a part of this project of course um it had been like uh it was a really big talked about project in my area and um so yeah like i said i ended up moving my entire day around and i had had another shoot so i could be a part of that and um it was a small role. All I ended up doing was being a character on a hologram, but um, I ended up playing a queen who delivered like a pretty important message for the rest of the film. Yeah. So. Um, there you go. Yeah, it was. That it is was, awesome. It was a cool experience. Yeah. 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 So you technically are in the Star Wars universe. You know. Technically, yes. <laughs> That's a start. That's a start. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, also that year. Uh, we can see that a lot of your awesome performances. So, can you tell me, like, uh, yeah, can you tell me, like, where can we watch them, or what, or what new things are, are gonna be released soon? So, can you give me like, uh, so, yes, yeah, so can, can you give me like a little heads up about the future projects and also about where where, where can we watch some of the previous ones? Yeah, sure. Um, so, a lot of the stuff, um, a lot of my stuff is on YouTube. Um, you can search the titles of them, but um, the things that I've done recently, I think since 2019, a lot of those are either still being finished um, mm-hmm. or are going to like DVD releases. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, I, did, I did a project last year called Camp Murder, which was um, one of my most favorite projects I've ever done. 
everything about this that was fantastic every person that was on it was amazing and the story itself was um it's just so good it's like a an intentionally bad horror film like it, it's very self-aware and knows that it is all the cliches of an 80s horror film hmm. um but that will be um releasing here in michigan in october um or at the end of october so the 28th um and i think that's going to um i'm not positive exactly where they're going with that afterwards um i know there's been talks of like a dvd release yeah. and um i know there's been talks of like streaming services but i'm not sure that they know exactly where that's going yet um and then i have another project that's airing or premiering um sometime before the end of the year called crow okay. which is another fan film um from brandon lee's the crow yeah um but that should have a youtube release i believe i know that there was talks of putting it on a streaming service as well but i'm not positive exactly where that's going but a lot of my stuff is on youtube and you can follow along with a lot of the things that i do on instagram as well that's so cool and we have exclusive here yes <laughs> now you have also been in theater for plays such as Made in Calls, Hamlet, Antigone, uh, Heather, Gabler, The Crucible, Rabbit Hole. So tell me about your characters there and what do you enjoy the most about theater? Oh man, um, so I, I love theater. I think theater is a, a truer form of acting than film acting is. They're very yeah, different, totally. but um, acting is, is being. And so to be a good actor, you have to just exist and you have mm -hmm. to just be in the moment. Yeah. Um, and theater allows you to do that so much better than film does because film is, you know, rolling, action, you emote, you emote, you cry, you scream, whatever you need to do, and then cut, and then you reset, and you go back to that moment before. So yeah. film ends up being so much more technical and um, more of like, I, I kind of think film a film is doing reps at a gym. You know, mm. you're lifting the weights over and over again. Yeah. Um, whereas theater is just a jog. You know, you tell a whole story as it goes. But um, a lot of the characters that I have had the honor of being, um, I really, when I was in college, I studied classical theater and like theater styles through modern day. So going all the yeah. way back from classic Greek and Shakespeare and then like restoration and so on. Um, and so a lot of the characters that I've had the honor of playing um, have been like historic characters that have been played a million times um and with each person that steps into that role that's been played a million times they bring something new to it mm -hmm. so for example i had the opportunity to play um ophelia in hamlet and ophelia is a hundreds year old character who was originally first played by a man yeah. and it's really cool um but she's a really interesting mental character to play around with and um, Antigone is also a like classically old character. I mean, she um, Antigone is from ancient Greece. She's one of the, the major ancient Greek characters. And so I, I had the opportunity to play her while I was in college. Mm. And um, I think that was one of my most favorite characters to play and my most favorite headspace to get into um, because I'm not, are you familiar with the story of Antigone? Not really, though, no. Okay. Very um, so, the story of Antigone in, in, ancient, in ancient Greek culture, in order to um, properly pass over into the, under, or into the um, underworld and into uh, the afterlife, your yeah. family has to bury you. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And so there's this civil war that breaks out and Antigone's brother doesn't get buried. And so she goes to bury her brother so that his soul can pass to the underworld. But in doing so, she's committing treason against the king. So it's this really interesting like, yeah, mental yeah, I like it. Yeah. that, yeah. So, I, yeah, I love theater. It's been a while since I've had an opportunity to actually do theater um, because it doesn't pay the bills as well as film does. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's amazing. Now, what do you think is the key aspect for a play to be a, a successful one? For a play? Oh, um, so I think in a play, there's two things that'll bring people in. If it's a new play and that nobody's ever heard of, it's got to be interesting actors. Okay. And if it's an old play or if it's not interesting actors, it's got to be an old play that everybody's heard of, like Hamlet. Because mm -hmm. somebody, um, Somebody would go see Hamlet more than they would go see, you know, no name, whatever, in yeah. no name play, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah. again, I think I think a play is is only as good as its um, most unprepared performer. So, um, for that, whatever that's worth. <laughs> yeah, totally. You can understand that. You can understand. It's like, for example, if we if if we are going to see a play and you are in the cast. And it's for sure gonna be a, a, a killer one. <laughs> Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, of course, absolutely. Now, like, how you usually prepare before going on stage? I mean, is there like a go-to meal or a go-to song? Like, uh, do you have like, let's say, uh, like this called ritual or, or 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 like, yeah? How? What is your process in order to go to the to go on stage? Oh, um, so a lot of times I when I'm getting into a character headspace, I use music a lot. So I don't necessarily have a go-to song. It's just kind of whatever, um, you know, during the rehearsal process or whatever I've been like listening to and connecting with the character, that is yeah. what I will, you know, put on. And I like to get to the theater like even earlier than I'm supposed to be because a lot of time I'll, a lot of times I'll, I'll lay on the stage and kind of get into the zone and do like a mini meditation to get into the character while listening to that song. So I guess that's kind of my ritual. I, there you one go. Of, yeah, one of the most important parts about being an actor, like I said earlier, is like staying present and being. And so when you can be familiar with your space and actually like know where you're at and get a feel of the room mm -hmm. um, and connect with it, that's super helpful for me. Hmm. Okay, that's cool. Now, if you could describe your acting career at the moment in a movie, play, or even a TV show, what would be the title? Hmm. I know you sent me these questions earlier, and I've been thinking about this one all day. <laughs> um, currently, at, its, at the current state, I think it would be... Oh... might be really uncreative That's but fine. I think I think the best thing that I would call it is like an unsure journey you know I'm, I'm at a point mm. where I'm, I'm ready to take the next steps and I'm ready to take on bigger things but I don't know where those bigger things are coming from and I'm, I'm hustling and I'm grinding and I'm trying yeah. to meet new people and, like and train even harder but you know acting is such a can be such a fickle business sometimes you never know when the next thing's coming in so mm. yeah yeah and tell me so it would be the unsure thing right <laughs> yeah 
Okay. Now, would it be like a comedy or a drama or comedy with drama or horror one or action one? <laughs> I think I think we'd have to be we'd have to be a dramedy for sure. Dramedy. Like, okay. <laughs> you gotta make comedy out of the uncomfortable things. Yeah, totally, totally. All right, <laughs> like it. Yeah. Then if at some point you're gonna you are going to create your own movie, play or TV show, you can go back here and be like, oh yeah, I got a title already. Here we go. <laughs> yes, perfect. Thank you for your help with that. It's an investment for the future. I mean, the future you is gonna be like. Thank God we have this interview. I got it now. <laughs> yes, thank you. There you go. Now, you also do modeling. So tell me how you usually prepare before a photo shoot. Oh boy. Um so I have been really blessed to work with some excellent photographers and usually um with modeling specifically, at least the shoots that I've done, it's been um truly collaboration. Mm -hmm. So the photographer will come to me with, you know, I have this idea and these are inspirations that I have. What do you think? What can you add? What can you take away? And yeah. so from there, I'll kind of like potentially send outfit outfit pieces that I have or um, send other ideas. And then from there, we just kind of go into the shoot. And it's it's kind of awesome because I, I feel that at the end of the shoot, what comes out is never necessarily what either of us went in intending to create. Yes. Um, so that's really cool. I also do um, lifestyle modeling as well, which is different than like fashion and a lot yeah. of what's on my Instagram and lifestyle modeling typically ends up being like, you know, posing for a box, you know, or for like a, like a consumer product, you know, yeah. or like I remember one of my first modeling jobs was pretending to um, go fishing for like four hours. I just did this while people took pictures of me, which was interesting, <laughs> but it was yeah, cool. Totally. There totally. wasn't really a mindset or a lot of creativity there. It was just, you know, I'm yeah. at the lake and I'm yeah. fishing. <laughs> totally. And what do, you, what do you usually do after a photo shoot? Um, oh boy. I usually travel, a lot of my photo shoots I've, um, a lot of my photo shoots I've traveled for. So I usually end up traveling like an hour or more to go do. So I, I, might, I usually spend my drive home afterwards. I usually get like a really big meal and I just kind of listen to a really good song and I just kind of unwind. Because I always get a little anxious before modeling shoots. I'm not quite sure why, <laughs> but I'm still, you know, um, stepping into that being like a regular thing that I do. Um, so I always get a little anxious. So my drive home is like, my drive home, I always just kind of relax and like Good. stick back. Yeah. That's awesome. And like from all of the places that you have traveled for a photo shoot, what are some of your favorite ones? Um, I did a couple years back, I did a few photo shoots in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. Um, that were pretty cool. I got to see the city a little bit more um, than I had ever before, so it was really yeah. interesting. Um, and then I even did a couple of photo shoots in Atlanta, Georgia, which okay. um, were really fun. Um, I really enjoyed working with that photographer who, um, he just kind of made the city his own and was like, we're gonna shoot here and do this and this and this. And, you know, he taught me a lot about what it means to be a model and how to model and his style was really specific so yeah it was really cool that's so awesome and my last question here what can we expect from Callie in the future Ooh. um 
Yeah. Well, if I have my way, <laughs> which I like to, so I see it coming. Um, what you can expect from me in the future is um, a lot more cool things. I um, really enjoy doing like science fiction and dystopian type stories. Yeah. So ideally, that will be the type of stuff that you see me in. There you go. There yeah. you go. That is awesome. I mean, Kelly, at the end of the day, what can I say? I mean, your, your career is awesome. You have done like so many cool things. I mean, while I was doing the whole research here and basically your resume, it's full. I mean, it's full. There's no blank space. It's full. We got with a lot of epic stuff here. So keep being that super epic person that you always are because we need more people like that, especially right now during so crazy times. So yeah, I can't wait to see more of your awesome work in the future. I'm super sure that at some point we will see you in more epic in a more epic stuff and even one of those big franchises i mean who knows you know sky's the limit but uh um, sky's the limit yeah but i'm sure that you're that that at the end of the day you're gonna you're gonna make it happen because as i said if someone is super talented and and the way that you're expressing everything with that much emotion and passion i mean you could you could totally tell here that you are that you love what you do and that is something that it's inspiring at the same time so because we finished the the questions and because you're you're a badass here I need to give you another super shout out here so <laughs> and um, keep being yeah keep rocking also I want to thank those who are th those who are watching and those who are watching this later on the YouTube on the YouTube video or listening to this later on the podcast make sure that you're following Kelly in, in all of social media normally what I would say is for you to put pause leave a like subscribe know just super quick it helps a lot here you know but anyway uh then um hydrate and then go follow cali leave a million likes uh, support her share content i mean spread the word that we have uh, such an amazing talented badass actress here for sure and cali again thank you so much before i send you off i need to send you off in an epic proper badass way as for someone as badass as you so Keep rocking and keeping amazing. Thank you. Have a good Bye. one. Bye.